for your power, Jesus. Your strength that you give, dear Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Jesus' name. All right. It's good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. If you have a Bible, let's turn to the book of Jeremiah. Chapter 33. Jeremiah chapter 33, beginning at verse 1. Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto Jeremiah the second time while he was yet shut up in the court of the prison, saying, Thus saith the Lord, the maker thereof, the Lord that formed it to establish it. The Lord is his name. Call unto me. And I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. For thus saith the Lord, the God of Israel, concerning the house of this city and concerning the houses of the kings of Judah, which are thrown down by the mount and by the sword. By the help of the Holy Ghost, I want to take from verse 3, my text from verse 3, and I want to I want to talk about calling on the Lord, calling on the Lord. You can be seated tonight. It's, uh, in re reading this, these couple of scriptures, it's very interesting that Verse 1, the Bible says that the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah and it said that it came unto him the second time. And so that lets me know that there was a part where God had spoke this to Jeremiah. But somewhere, maybe because Jeremiah was locked up in this prison, that God had to tell him a second time. And he said that the, thus saith the Lord, the maker thereof, the one that formed. It's important to know that God is the maker of all things, that he is the creator of all things. And it's important that we understand that God has designed everything. He has mapped out everything that includes our lives and what takes place in our lives. And um, because he is the creator, he is the one that knows. He's the one that knows what's best. And I want to trust and believe in the Lord that God knows what he's doing. And that whatever it is that I'm dealing with, whatever it is that I find myself in, I know that it's not, it's easier said than done. I know that. I've been there um, and I've found myself in some, some situations where you just want to 
You want to take matters into your own hand. You want to, whatever it is, you want to lash out. You want to um, straighten people out, um, however it is. But I've come to find out, and I'm finding out more and more each and every day, that that's not the way to respond. That's not the way to react to things. You know, it's amazing. You know, sometimes you feel like you, you have things under control, and you... You know, it's so easy to look at other people's situations and say, well, you know, if they would just handle things this way or they would just handle things that way, it wouldn't, you know, it ain't that big of a deal. It ain't so hard to figure out. But when you find yourself in the midst of situations, you find out that it's a whole lot easier said than done. It's a whole lot easier to say how it should be done, but it's so hard to actually follow through with it. Um, it's so hard to just, you know, stand and, and understand that God has everything worked out and that God knows what's best. And, and here, Jeremiah, he finds himself in the prison. And um, he finds himself in a real bad spot, in a bad place. And the word came to him the second time, and the Lord said, he said that I am the Lord, the maker thereof, the Lord that formed it and established it. The Lord is his name. He said, call unto me. I come to call out to the Lord tonight. I come to, you know, the word call, it means to, um, to it's not speaking of having a, a small uh, whisper, okay? It is talking about being loud. It talks about, and it even talks about making um a request or a petition known with authority. Okay, it's it's speaking that you are you're not you're not quiet about it. You're not timid about it. You're not you're not your approach is not just oh well if it happens it happens. No, you 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 are very um, aggressive in your approach with it. You are loud. You you are using a voice of authority. When you call, and the Lord said to call unto me, if we would just call on God, if we would just call on him instead of calling on everybody else, if we would just cry out and call upon the one that can make things better in our lives, the one that can pull us out of the pit of depression. If we would just lift up our voice and call on the right one, you'd find out. And not holding anything back, not just, just pouring everything out and letting God know that I need an answer from you. I need you to begin to work in my life. I need you to begin to, to fix some things in my heart. I need you to begin to turn some things around. I need you to lift this load off of me. I need you to pull me out of this valley of depression, this valley of low self-esteem, this, this valley uh, called my past that won't allow me to move forward and allow me to have any, any liberty and allow me to lift up my hands and, and begin to rejoice the way that I know that you have ordained for me too. If we would just lift up our voice and call out, to the Lord because here's the thing about it I love the word of God 
because there is, you can bank on the word of God. You can stand on it. You can stand on God's words. You know, God is not like other people, okay? God is not like man. The Bible says that God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should, not, that he should repent. The word of God says that, that God is not slack concerning his promises, okay? So if God is making a promise to you, you can rest assured that it's going to happen, that it's going to come to pass. In this text, he said, call unto me. And he said, and I will answer you. He didn't say, maybe i answer you. He didn't say, whether, well, if I feel like it, i answer you. He said that I will answer you. I want you to know that we're in the presence of a God that answers. I want you to know that we're not just dealing with any old kind of God. We're not just dealing with a self-proclaimed God. We're dealing with the King of kings and the Lord of lords. We're dealing with the creator of heaven and in earth. And I've made it up in my mind that I'm going to stop wasting time trying to go down other avenues and calling on people that can't do me any good. I've come to make it up in my mind that the only person that I'm going to call on, the only person that I'm going to lift my voice to, the only person that I'm going to make my request known unto is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I don't know about you, but I came tonight to let God know that I need you. I come to lift my voice up. I come to call out to the Lord with a loud voice. I didn't come to whisper. I didn't come to be quiet. I didn't come to think about it. I come to vocalize it and let God know that I need you and I need you right now. Right now. You can be seated. You'll read in the scripture, in the text, in the book of Acts, where the writer said, he talked about whosoever will call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. The word of God teaches, it tells us these things. And so if there's any hope at me being delivered, if there's any hope of me coming out of my circumstance, if there's any hope of me breaking free from my past, things that are trying to pull me back, and trying to keep me from moving forward. If there's any hopes in me coming out of a cave, that cave called depression, if there's any hope of me coming out of these things and out of these situations, the key is, is that I got to call out to God. I can't sit there with my hands folded. I can't think my way through it. Too many times we think that if we think long enough and hard enough about things, things will get better. I'm going to tell you that that's not the case. Actually, things get worse. You get more stressed out about it. You get more anxiety. You begin to have panic attacks. Listen, a child of God should not be going through panic attacks. A child of God has the answer. We have the key. The key is lifting up your voice. The key is opening up your mouth. The key is calling out to the Lord and letting God know that I need you to bring me out 
of this pit. I need you to save me. I need you to deliver me. I need you to set me free. Set me free so that I can rejoice again. So that I can dance again. So that I can lift up my voice again. So that I can have joy again. You can be seated. All throughout the word of God, you'll see that anybody that ever got anything from God, they called on him. They called on him, and here's the thing. Here's the thing about God. God's not going to ignore your call. When you call out to God, and it's in sincerity, you're pouring your heart out to him, you get God's attention. Do you not know that? Do we not know that we have the power to get God's attention? The Bible says that the word came to Hezekiah that, hey, the prophet came to him and said, hey, I got a word from God for you. You know, when you think about hearing a word from God, you're thinking, hey, this, this is, especially if I'm living right and I'm doing right, hey, I'm about to hear something good. I got a word from God for me. Get your house in order, you're finna die. I'm dying. Wait a minute, I'm living right? Why am I dying? Why, what's going on? And he gave him that word, and he turned around and walked out. He left. And the Bible says that Hezekiah, he went and he turned his face to a wall. The Bible says that he began to call on the Lord. And he began to ask God to remember how faithful he's been. Remember how, how, how that he has abided by his word. And guess what? I'm going to tell you something. When you really call out to God, you're pouring everything out to him. You're pouring your heart out to him. The Bible says that he was weeping. He was calling on the Lord and he was weeping out weeping to the Lord and, and asking God to, to remember, to spare his life. And the word says that as Isaiah is on his way to be about whatever other business that he got to take care of, the Bible says that the word, the Lord spoke to him and told him to turn around and go back to Hezekiah and let him know that I've heard your cry, I've heard your prayer, and guess what? I'm going to add on 15 more years to your life. I want you to know, if you don't know that we know that we can get a hold of God and that we can get God's attention, I want you to know I'm all about getting God's attention. I want God to hear me. I want God to see me. I want God to hear my cry tonight, but I got to understand in order for that to happen, I got to open up my mouth. I got to lift up my voice and I got to pour out my heart to God and let God know, hey, I'm in need of your help. Hey, I need you to come on, Lord, spare. Come on, don't, don't let this happen. I need you. Heal my body. Save my children. Set me free. I need to call out to him. And he said, guess what? You call unto me and I will answer. I'm going to answer. I'm going to answer. Jesus is coming. And he's coming into a city. And as he's coming into this city, there is 
this man that is, this man has been blind for all of his life. He hasn't been able to see. He hasn't seen the blue sky, hasn't seen the green grass. And he hears all of the commotion. He hears that something is happening. Something's going on. Something's taking place. And they let him know. He finds out that, hey, it's Jesus that is coming. Now, the Bible, from what I read, um, doesn't tell me how that this man knew. He must have have heard. The Bible talks about after people had healed, after Jesus had healed them, that they went and they spread his name, his name abroad. And that they, they, they promoted him. They, 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 they uh, lifted, they magnified him. And so I'm sure that somewhere he heard about this man named Jesus. And you can only imagine that he was just anticipating and waiting and hoping that someday he would have an encounter with this man. And the Bible says that his day came. As Jesus is entering into the city, he hears the noise. He hears that Jesus is there. And the, this man, he begins to lift up his voice. And he begins to call out. And he begins to say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Now as he lifts up his voice and he's calling out to the Lord, the Bible says that there are people in the midst of the crowd. It always amazes me that this man has a need for something. He has a need, but it's, it's so amazing that the people that don't have a need, they want this man to be quiet. They want him, they, they can see perfectly fine, and they're content with that. They're fine with that. They want this man to be quiet. And he said, hey, hey, you're causing too much of a ruckus. You're too loud. But this man knew. I've heard about this guy. I've heard that this guy is a healer. I heard that this guy can raise the dead. I've heard that this guy can multiply bread in, in five, what, five loaves and and two fishes. I, I've heard that he can feed multitudes. I've heard about this miracle worker. And so if you think that I'm going to be quiet, you got something else coming. And the Bible says he lifted up his voice and he cried even louder than he did before. He said, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And this got Jesus' attention. You, we got to understand that we can get his attention tonight. We can get his attention tonight. And the Bible says that Jesus came to this man and that he began to ask this man, what is it that you have need of? He told Jesus, I want to see him. Jesus laid hands on him. And when it was all said and done, this man that had never seen before, now he could see I want you to know tonight that it's no different tonight. We read those scriptures and we think, oh, well, that was good back then. And we think that it can't happen now. I want you to know that the same thing can happen tonight if you make it up in your mind that there ain't nothing, there ain't no devil in hell 
that is going to cause me to come into the house of the Lord and cause me to sit here and, and mope about my situation. I didn't come into the house of the Lord to mope about my situation. I come to tell God about my situation and I believe by the time I leave here I'm going to have an answer for my problem. I believe that God is going to touch my body. I believe that God is going to heal my mind. I believe that God is going to set me free. I believe that tonight. Come on, do we believe that tonight? Oh, come on, somebody, lift up your voice and call on him. He said, if you call on me, I will answer. You can be seated tonight. Too many times, too much we waste time on calling on others that can't help us and that can't do anything for us. We seek for, we look for, for answers in other, 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 way, other places and people that can't help us and that can't do anything for us. And I'm going to tell you, it's a waste of time. I'm going to tell you, all that is is a temporary fix. It's like having cancer and you pop an aspirin. It's like having an open gash that it is very apparent that you need stitches, but you put a Band-Aid over it. Okay? That's only a temporary fix. I'm not interested in just having a temporary fix. The Bible says that the Lord talked about the prophets, the false prophets, and how he said that they slightly heal my people. I don't want to just feel good for a moment. I want to be set free for the rest of my life. I want to be healed for the rest of my life. I want to be delivered for the rest of my life. Honey, I got news for you. In order for that to happen, you got to lift up your voice and call on the one that can heal. Call on the one that can deliver. Call on the one that can set free. Call on the one that can change how you're thinking and speak hope into your life. You got to call on the right one. I'm not interested in just being satisfied for a little while. I'm not interested in a temporary fix. I want to be delivered. I want to be set free. And in order for that to happen, I got to call out to you. I got to lift up my voice each and every opportunity that I have. I want you to know that when you begin to call upon the Lord and you're seriously seeking after him and crying out to him, God will begin to break things off of you. God will begin to remove desires out of your heart that is causing you to stumble, that is causing you to fall, that is causing you from being what he has designed for you to be. God will break those things off of you. I want you to know, I'm not a, listen, I don't want to, I'm not trying to make fun of anything, but if you want to, I want you to know, if you're struggling with any kind of addiction, I want you to know that 12-step programs aren't the answer. 
I want you to know that all of those things are just band-aids. I want you to know that there's nothing that can deliver you and set you free the way that Jesus can. If you're, if you, if you're struggling with depression or whatever, I want you to know I'm not against medication, but all that stuff is is a temporary fix. There's only one that can deliver you and save you. The Bible says that he will save you unto the uttermost. When God begins to save you, honey, you are saved. You are delivered. You don't have to worry about being bound up again. You don't have to worry about struggling with that problem again. God knows how to complete the work. He knows how to complete the work. You can be seated. So, I want to call out to the one that can that will answer. There are people, they're calling out to so-called gods. But I want you to know that there's no answer. There's no answer. I'm so thankful that I serve a God that the writer says that he, slump, he doesn't slumber nor sleepeth. I'm glad that that kind of God is working on my behalf. I'm thankful that I serve a God that is working around the clock on my behalf. That he ain't taking a day off. He ain't, take, he ain't, he ain't, he ain't taking off for a vacation not to be found. I'm thankful, especially when I find myself in life-threatening situations, that I serve a God that is working around the clock on my behalf. He knows how to keep me. He knows how to save me. He knows how to deliver. He knows how to protect. He knows how to shield me from all harm and danger. I want to call on that God. I want to cry out to him. David said, I called unto the Lord and that he heard my cry. You got to know that God hears your cry. Not only does he hear it, but that God will begin to answer. God will answer. If you're seeking after the Holy Ghost, you keep calling on him. God hears you. And guess what? God's going to answer you. God's going to fill you. God is going to save you. You, you. you got unsaved family members, you keep calling on him. The Bible says that he will answer. I have no doubt that my God hears me tonight. And I have no doubt that he is going to answer tonight. He is going to answer every one of my requests, every one of my prayers. I believe it. I have faith in it. Somebody got to have some faith tonight. Somebody got to believe that you're not serving a dead God tonight, but you're serving a God that is alive and is well able. He is well able. You can be seated tonight. I'm not calling on anybody else. I'm not relying on anyone else. You know, you can, you can sit into the, in the house of the Lord and God can be trying to reach you and you got your mind on everything else. You can't hear what God is trying to get through to you. I don't want to sit in the house of the Lord and I got everything else going on. I, my mind is fixed on everywhere else. You know, there are some people, they come into the house of the Lord, they balance checkbooks. Oh, yeah. 
They checking their status on Instagram and Facebook. Uh-huh. Believe it or not. I ain't got time for that. That stuff don't, listen, I got, if I'm in the house of the Lord, I'm in the house of the Lord for one thing, and that is to call on the Lord. I, I, I Listen, I came in the house of the Lord with great needs, and trust me, all the other junk can wait. Matter of fact, it don't even compare to the presence of the Almighty God. I didn't come into the house of the Lord being distracted. I came with my mind fixed on one thing and that is to get a hold of Jesus Christ. I need God to touch my life. I need him to shape me. I need him to transform me. I need him to change the way that I'm thinking. And looking at some things and perceiving things. You can be seated tonight. And so, God begins to tell Jeremiah that if you would call, just call on me. Just call on me. You know, Jeremiah found himself in a, he was in a, a prison. He was in a, a dungeon. The Bible talked about how they put him in the miry clay. And so he was in a bad place. A bad spot. And you know, sometimes when we are in difficult situations that don't feel good, that all we simply is trying to do is what's right and, and things happen to us that are not good. Sometimes you lose hope. Sometimes you begin to seek down and, and begin to, to mope and begin to, to, to just... Just throw in the towel and say, you know what? What's the, what's the use? We've all been there. We've all had those thoughts. But I got to remember that in those times that I have a word that if I would call upon the Lord, if I would just lift up my voice. Listen, there are going to be hard times. It's just a part of life. There are people that are going to talk bad about you. People that are going to slanderize your name. That, that all kinds of things are going to happen. Especially in the world that we live in. It's, it, you, you, just, you can just bank on it. It's going to happen. It's life. But I don't ever want to forget that I know the answer. I have the answer and the key to overcoming all of that. And that is opening, lifting up my voice and calling upon the Lord. I know it sounds so... You know, it, we, we've heard it so much, oh, just call out to God. Sometimes we hear it so much that we, we stop believing it. Oh, yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. But then we look for other ways. Let, let me tell you something. There's only one way. There's only one way. There's only one answer. And the answer is calling out to God. I know that sounds old-fashioned to some people, especially in the, 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 the age that we're living in where everything is hip and people are trying to be more relevant and, and with all different types of whatever. Listen, I, they can have all of that, okay? They can, they can, they can put their trust in, in everything that they want to. I'm going to put my trust in what it needs to be in. I'm going to put my trust in what I've come to find out that is reliable, 
I, uh, that I've come to find out that is trustworthy, the one that I've come to find out that I can depend on, that I can rely on, that when others turn their backs on me, when others leave me, there is one that I can depend on, that he will never leave, he will never forsake. Listen, he will never talk down about me. Matter of fact, he loves me. He loved me even when I was a sinner to the point that he went to the cross and died for my on my behalf. Listen, my trust is in the Lord tonight. I'm calling on God tonight for every problem, for every need. I'm calling on the Lord. You can be seated. I'm calling on the Lord tonight. Lifting up my voice and letting God know that I need you again. Tomorrow we'll roll around, Lord willing. And guess what? I want my hands to be lifted up. I want my voice to be lifted up and let the Lord know that I need you today just as more as I needed you yesterday. I, there can never be a day where you think that I don't need God. I don't need to read God's word. I don't need to pray. I promise you, you're going to find yourself in a bad spot and the devil is coming in for the kill. I want you to know the answer and the key is calling upon the name of the Lord. It is calling upon him. Lifting up my voice. Too many times we come into the house of the Lord and we want to whisper to God. Whisper? When it's something that we, we like being involved in or we like doing, we are so loud. We are so energetic. We are so just ready to go, ready to get at it. I know for me, when it's time, <clears throat> whatever it may be, whether it's basketball or, or, or football, whatever it is, and, and get together and play and have a good time, I'm, I'm excited. I'm, re I'm ready. I'm pumped up. And I'm, I'm not quiet either. I'm, I'm pretty loud. But sometimes when we come into the house of the Lord, we find ourselves falling to a point where we, a place where we don't want to lift up our voice. There's too many things going on in my life. There's too many things that at times are going on up here for me to be quiet and for me to sit down and pretend that everything is okay. Knowing that everything is far from being okay. I can't play no games tonight. I can't play around. I can't pretend. You know, I, I'm, not, I'm not putting on a sh show for anybody. I'm sorry. Sometimes we get, we get caught up in putting on a facade that everything is good and everything is fine. And, and up here, we got so many problems. We got problems with self. We got, we got problems with what has transpired in our lives uh, throughout, throughout the years and, and people that have forsaken us, people that have betrayed us, people that we felt would always be there. We got, we got trust issues and all of these things that we're dealing with. And then we come into the house of the Lord and we sit down like everything is fine. Oh, I'm okay. There's no problem. I'm good. No, we're not good. We're not good. And... I have to allow God to address those things in my life. I have to allow God to, to wash those things out of me. I got to allow God to, to remove those things and, and begin to heal 
my things in my life and begin to begin to restore me completely. God's in the business of not just restoring you halfway. God wants to restore you completely. But some people have have not allowed God to do that work that he wants to do. God wants to make you whole. God wants to make me whole. And in order for that to happen, I have to make it up in my mind that not another day will I let a service go by where I don't lift up my voice and I don't call out to God with everything that I have. I don't pour my heart out to him and, and let God completely have his way in my life. Sometimes we come into the house of the Lord and we'll, we'll, we'll cry out for a little bit, but we're still holding on to stuff. We're still trying to work things out. We're still trying to maneuver. We're still trying to figure things out on our own. Stop getting in the way of what God wants to do in your life. Just let God have complete control. Just let God have complete control. I found, I've come to find out that God knows what he's doing. I've come to find out that he has the answer for me. He has the answer for each and every one of us in the house of the Lord. God knows what the answer is. But sometimes we're not so receptive to what God's answer is. Sometimes it goes against what we want or what we think it should be or how it should be. Listen, God said if you call on me, he said I'll answer you. Okay? All I'm interested in is him answering me. I'm not interested, in, I, I, I'm not so caught up in what the answer is going to be because I know whatever it is, God knows what he's doing. God knows how to handle his business. God knows how to take care of me. God knows how to meet my need. All I just want him to do is answer. However it is, whatever the answer is, I'm open to it. I'll take it. Go ahead and get, get I just want him to hear me and I want him to answer. I want him to answer me. You can be seated. Too many people, well, if it ain't the answer that I don't that I want, well, I don't want it. That's crazy. That is crazy. God knows what, what is best for us. He knows it. He knows what's best for each and every one of us. And here's the thing: what's best for me might not be what's best for you. It's not the same. So you can't, sometimes people look at other people and say, well, they got this and, and this and that, and, and here I'm over still dealing with this and I got this. God knows what you have need of. God knows what's best for you. God knows what's best for me. And I just got to be, I got to be happy that the fact that God hears me and that not only does he hears me, but that he's going to answer. He's going to answer. He's going to answer with what is needed for my life. What is going to make me better. What is going to uh, cause me to, to be a court of what he has designed for me to be. And so I got to grab a hold of every verse. I know for some people, well, you know, yeah, we know. Yeah, call on the Lord. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes you have to ask yourself. I have to sit down and ask myself as I find myself, you know, complaining about certain things and 
and moping and groping about certain things. Do I really believe what God's word is saying? I have to ask myself that question. Because I'm going to tell you, if we did more calling out to the Lord, there would be a whole lot less complaining. There would be a whole lot less of finding problems with, with things. That stuff would diminish. It would fade away. As I begin to realize that my answer is in calling upon the Lord. My answer is seeking out God. My answer is relying on him. When the more you are trusting in God, the less you trust in yourself. The less you depend on yourself. The less you depend on how you see things. You're not looking at it through your eyes. You're looking at it through God's eyes and through, through the word of God. I promise you, if, you call, if we called upon the Lord a whole lot more, I promise you things would change in our lives. I promise you our perspective on things, our outlook on things, how we perceive others, all of that would change the more we call out to God, the more we begin to trust in him and rely on him and understand that God knows all. He sees all. He is the creator of all things. He knows. I got, I got news for you. He created us. So that means God knows just what I have need of. There's nobody that know me better than he does. There's nobody that knows you better than he does. He knows you better than anybody else. And so I don't have a problem putting my, my life in the hands of a God that created me and in the hands. That means that he knows exactly what is right for me. He knows. There are a lot of people that are pretend that they know what's right for you. There are a lot of people that pretend that, oh, I, I got your best interest at hand. Let me tell you something. That's not always the case. But I know one thing. God does. God has my best interest at hand. And so I've come to that conclusion. I don't have no problem call, calling out to God. I don't have no problem lifting my hands up and, and, and knowing that God is going to answer me. It's in his word. It's in his word. It's in his word. And I want to take his word for what it says tonight. Let us stand tonight. Sometimes, you know, Chances are that if we're not calling out to God, chances are that we're not reading God's word. I can't even begin to, it's like these past couple of whatever, it's like whenever I read the word of God, it's like it's, it's magnified more than it was before. It's like God is just showing and just dropping little things. Things that I know I had read before. But somehow, nowadays, it's, it's sticking out. It's jumping out even more. Like, you can't miss it. It's just right there in your face. Bold letters. And so, I believe in God's word tonight. I know God's word is true tonight. 
I know that God's presence is in our midst tonight. If you was in this morning, if you didn't feel the presence of God, I don't know what. I don't know what planet you was on or what where you were. But I don't have a doubt tonight that I know that I'm in the hands of a God that holds it all together and that he knows exactly what I have need of and that all I got to do is lift up my voice. I'm talking about a voice, a loud voice, a voice that is making this petition known to God and letting God know. I don't, I don't, listen, whatever the problem is, whatever the situation is, God has the answer. He has the answer. There's, sometimes we think, well, it's too big. It's too much. Yeah, it may be too much and too big for people, but there's nothing too much and too big for God to solve and for God to work out. I don't care how, how long you've been struggling. You could have been struggling with something for decades and, and you tried to talk to people about it. You tried to get counseling on it and somehow it doesn't make things any better. I want you to know it's time for us to start talking to the right one. It's time for us to start calling on the right one because God, with just the touch of the Holy Ghost, God can do something that, pe that, that years of counseling won't do. God knows how to heal. He knows how to deliver. He knows how to set free. And I made up in my mind that if there's anybody I'm talking to, I'm talking to him. If there's anyone that my eyes are fixed on, it's fixed on him. Because I know, you know, sometimes you'll call out the people and you'll call on them and they won't answer your call or they don't have, the, they don't have what you have need of or, or the advice that they give you. Somehow it just doesn't do justice. You'll never have that problem with God. Never. His answer will always be the right one. And, honey, it's going to do you a whole lot of good. It's going to save, it's going to deliver, it's going to set you free. It's going to transform your entire life. Let's lift up our hands and let's call upon the Lord tonight. Come on, that word means with a loud voice, with an authority, a voice of authority. As you are, you are making your request known to God and you're letting God know. Whatever it is that is troubling your mind, whatever it is that has you bound up, whatever it is that has you in doubt and has you, have you living in fear, whatever it may be, you're in the presence of one that said, hey, if you call unto me, I'll answer you. I'll answer you. Come on, I'll come knocking tonight. I've come knocking on that door tonight. I've come to seek after him tonight. I know that if I knock, he's going to open up. I know if I seek, he's going to answer. I know I'm going to find exactly what it is that I have need of. I'm calling. Or somebody call out to him. Somebody call out to him. Oh, come on, Peter. Peter cried out to him and said, Lord, don't pass us by. Come on, I don't need the Lord to pass me by tonight. I need him to get in the mind ship. I need him to attend to my problems and my needs. I need him to attend to things that have me stressed out.
to the point where I'm about to lose my mind. I need God. I need God tonight. Oh, somebody call on him. These altars are open tonight. Come with your heart.